Hola, troubadours. <laughs> I you like that. that. I like Welcome that to the Neon Rainbow Podcast, podcast dedicated to all you crazy folks that have dared to chase your musical dreams. Oh, I was going to say dreams. Dream. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. No, not you. <laughs> You're like, want me to say it again? Dreams. Dreams. Yeah. We turned 20 weeks old today. That's awesome. Isn't that crazy? It is very crazy. I get tired of people um, that are parents going in and saying, my child is 24 months old. Your kids too. Your kids too. Just go with the year. You can tell we're not parents, right? Mm-hmm. Thank Dog? God. One okay. of these days, possibly, but... You better find somebody else. <laughs> Proud dog mom over here. Isn't that right, Chippy? He's uh, not having it. He's so just laying. <laughs> if this is your first time tuning in this podcast, we uh, dive into everything musical for performers. Yep, pretty much anything that has to do with a full-time musician and the stuff we got to do to chase that neon rainbow. Mm-hmm. Hence the title. Or ding, way ding, to become ding. a full-time musician. Oh, yeah. Also that. And everybody's uh, definition of success, I believe, is a little different. Um, so listen I, to our other, oh God, it was, was, I think it was like three weeks ago. I have no idea. We talked about different, uh, not areas of success, but different things you can do in the music industry that's not necessarily playing the rock star itself. So yeah, yeah. I guess that's pretty much it. I wanted to address that we're 20 weeks old. Um, I hope everybody had a good Hanukkah. Yes. Um, it, hopefully you guys have started your Christmas shopping. Um, oh, on, on what? top of the Hanukkah thing, of course. On top of that, our dog's Jewish. Double. So he he celebrates Hanukkah, and uh, he's polite enough to allow us to celebrate Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a turd. Oh, but what I wanted to say really, really quick: I'm an avid. We both are Amazon lover shoppers. Anything we need, we order guitar picks on there. We order coffee on Amazon. Mm, like we sure. order everything on Amazon Prime. But this year. I've only ordered two Christmas presents two. on Amazon because they don't end up being the cheapest. Amazon's prices are definitely raising, and I think it's because they've weeded everyone else out. I think so, and I know it's completely random, and we're going to be telling you about some stuff you can get on Amazon today. And for these, the price isn't that big of a difference, but just randomly, signed, like side note with Christmas coming up, check on like Walmart. Not sponsored, but um, there's a website called Ebates, so it's essentially you kind of shop through them. They give you cash back. So a bunch of stuff, I'll just order and pay shipping from a regular website for most of Jay's Christmas presents this year because I'm able to get 15 20% cash back on stuff. Oh. So, so that means like 15 20% more for me? No, that means I'm going to go shopping. Oh, gotcha. That's my that's my oh. savings. So this actually brings us into our discussion for today. You got a few more shopping days left till Christmas arrives, and we're sure that you probably have a loved one or your uh, you yourself um, have a musician that maybe you're buying for. And I know it's it's kind of a hard thing to say. Oh, what do you want for Christmas? Our go to for our family that doesn't fully understand music. It's go in like go in ask. <laughs> I need always need guitar cables. Mm-hmm. I always need Euro cables. We always need batteries. <laughs> like nine oh my, volts. Oh my god! Every year, my family has gotten us just huge, massive like Costco or Sam's Club packs of nine volt batteries, and we are so excited. I remember last year at a Christmas party <laughs> we went to for his brother's company, and they do. Everybody has a different name for it, like White Elephant, where you can steal the gifts. We used to call it Chuckalux. We call it Dirty Santa. <laughs> dirty. Mm-hmm. Ash Dirty. But we won, I think it's like a 
60 foot extension cord, like an industrial. Like really nice. It's super thick. And I was so excited. And everybody made fun of me all night. Like, Why are you really? Excited this about young, an extension like, cord? this little girl sitting there getting excited about an extension cord. And I'm like, y'all are in, like, you're in construction and contracting. You know how expensive these stupid things are. Like, it's true. It's my favorite extension cord. It's beautiful. And I like it very, very it, much. It's actually very attractive. It's cute. It's they did a good blue. job on the colors. It's and... like orange, but not obnoxious orange. And it's like a pastel blue stripe, like racing stripes or pinstripes at the side. It's very cute. What was I saying? Oh, this is some stuff that you can ask your family to get you for Christmas. Obviously, some of these are a lot. Um, but if you kind of do the whole, hey, you guys all go in kind of a deal and I'll cover the difference. Or um, And these are uh, things that if you're wanting to break into music, we've kind of done it that way as far as uh, the equipment you need to get started. Playing acoustic shows. Yes. So before you start playing band shows, I strongly, strongly advise playing some solo acoustic shows. You could have it under a different name. This is just kind of something before I guess we get into this because I think it makes you work on your stage presence a lot before you hop up there with a band and then it's only amplified at least i mean i like to think sorry i'm gonna move this i move it every episode (laughs) but i think it just amplifies it so if you can own it just by yourself like stage presence wise it's only going to be amplified with the band it gets way easier because you've got other people anyway so these are the things that um i guess are suggestions for things when you're starting solo acoustic um there's some of it's self-explanatory, but we're going to dive into some of the guitars that we recommend doing that are the best bang for the buck and realistically that'll hold up and sound the best plugged in. Because Agreed. there's some of these guitars on this list that I adore, but plugged in, mm. ooh, man, and not cheap guitars that I've bought and was so excited about and played one show with them, not even half a show, pulled out my old guitar and brought it First to the store. First thing in the morning. I bought it right before they closed and brought it in the next morning. Like, fix this. So, Absolutely yeah. So that not. takes us into, um, we're going to give you a list of the guitars that we uh, we personally like. Um, and you want to grab the first one? Sure. Show, show, show. So obviously there's a million other um, guitar choices. Um, the first thing I'm going to jump off the bat and say, buy your guitars used. Um, it doesn't seem like a popular thing. I don't know why everybody's keen on buying their cars used. A lot of stuff, guitars, people take care of them. They get better with age. They get time to open up a little bit, settle. Um, yeah, the more guitars played, the better it sounds. It's like a bottle of wine. Yes, they actually, uh, they sell, I mean, we should put this on the list here. They sell this, uh, thing you put on the strings and you clamp on and it vibrates the strings. Uh It's very, uh, light. So you, you're not, you're not hearing your guitar like. Yeah, it's not doing that kind of thing, but it vibrates just enough to uh, open up the wood, and you go to a lot of high end. <laughs> you go to a lot of high end um, guitar shops, and they're selling them. They're about just a guess, probably somewhere between thirty and sixty bucks. Oh, it's not probably so bad. more towards sixty. Ain't bad. No. So again, there's a million other guitars that you could add on here, and I guess we'll be talking way more about probably even just touching on some guitars. But we did re- not research. I compiled prices and stuff of three different brands. My favorite entry level. More than three. Yeah, I guess. Oh, yeah, we do. We have at least four. Um, But my favorite entry level are Seagull guitars. Now, personally, 
I can't stand the headstock shape I of them. I hate the headstock. For most of them, they're rounded. But that's just, it's a personal preference. It looks like an end of a broomstick. A little bit. But a lot of people really like them. But for me, I just, I like the classic, but I also don't like any of the ones that are like even ornate cut out. Yeah. I'm like, just give me a block. Give me basic traditional headstock. Give me a Martin guitar stock, like headstock. That's Heck all I yeah. want. But well, we Siegel's... know how you lean. <laughs> no, actually. That's one of, Martins are one of my, no, I'm not crazy about any of these. Like, that's a lie. I've owned a Siegel. Anyway, Siegel guitar, they're really good entry-level guitars. On um, guitarcenter.com is where I price all these just because I feel like that's the go-to yeah. for people. I wish it wasn't. Um, but these are all new prices. You're looking at anywhere from, these are full size. They do make some like three-quarter and, you know, minis. But you're looking at about $360, $370 to about $1,500 on what's currently available. So their top of the line kind of maxes out at about $1,500. $1,500. So the, um, the pickups in them vary. But just acoustic guitar-wise, they sound really, really good. And they're inexpensive enough where if you wanted to invest in a Fishman pickup or an LR bags, really good pickup system to put inside of it, you, you wouldn't that. be too far in yeah. i mean money wise but the people that play them speak very highly of them oh, and I, uh, when we run our riders night we get some seagulls come through there and they always sound really good mm -hmm. there's a few of them that have fishman pickups already put in it um i think they kind of work with seagull like they did alvarez so my alvarez guitar has a really nice p fishman pickup in it or used to that the electronics in it are a little shot. bit <laughs> not even shot i think something just is loose in there so it just kind of was always humming, and it it sounded like it was constantly dying. Is yeah. essentially like it's just that crunchy, just yeah. it's bizarre. But I really like seagulls. Um, not all their head shop or head stocks are shaped like that. Um, we are looking at anywhere from about three hundred and sixty, three hundred and seventy bucks to about fifteen hundred dollars. What's like I said, currently available on Guitar Center. Um, as of right before we started this, because I wanted to make sure the prices and everything were still there from a few days ago so well, thank you. i appreciate you doing that i i do what i can <laughs> i was it really i mean i'm excited about all these episodes like genuinely we love doing this but this episode in particular you just like the gear episodes i well i enjoy it just because we you know i get overwhelmed and we try and buy and return a lot of guitars and a lot of musical instruments like just gear in general so to be able to kind of give my our two cents, I guess, and yeah. what I know wasn't worth our time, at least for solo acoustic stuff. Because I think one thing with a lot of these guitars too, these are the ones that need to that are able to stand on their own. Like there's a few of these that we'll talk about that I don't really like, but in a band setting, I they think work. I think they're fine. Like that awful guitar that we will talk about when we get to something that rhymes with Baylor. That segues right into our next guitar. Oh, damn it. I thought it was being slick. I thought Gibson was next. Man! So, uh, Taylor Guitars. Um, I personally play a Taylor, and I absolutely adore the thing. Um, I'm ashamed that over the years now, it's gotten all beat up, and it's the blonde color. Oops. At that time, it was me. <laughs> so, it's the blonde color. My issue with blonde guitars, when you play out a lot... You, you beat them up, and the blonde ones just don't age and get that really cool look to them. Like the sunburst, you beat the hell out of them. Are you hitting my mic stand now? I'm talking with my hands. Well, don't. Okay. Talk with your mouth. Okay, I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> 
But um, yeah, I, I'd prefer the sunburst. But the thing about Taylors is they cut through the mix really well. So in the, like the full band setting, they're fantastic. Um, if you guys don't know what that means, they're tinny. Yeah, they're tinny. So, but it's going to stand out in between your bass, your drums, your just everything. It's going to like cut right in the mix, and you're going to be able to hear it. Now, if you're playing a solo show, they sound like crap. Not all. Okay, we should preface this. Not all tailors. Like he said, he's got a tailor. I've never liked tailors. I've never owned one that I've liked. I've returned every single one I've bought. I love his. I love that guitar. But mine is a 914, which is about, until you get in like the custom shop, it's the highest of their hierarchy of guitars you can get. So It better be. <laughs> yeah, it better be. It better sound awesome. But um, really, in, in our opinion, we both agree on this. Taylor guitars really don't get good until you get into about their 400 series. So they're they're 112 or 114. Oh my God, they're 214. Oh, no, yeah, no, go ahead and tell your uh, 214 oh, story. I, I don't think I've told this on this podcast, and I've been waiting for the right episode to rip Taylor a new one for this bullshit guitar that they send out. So my theory with Taylor is that they were making guitars for about, like, price range. Price range. <laughs> Wise, I feel like we're sitting at like twenty six, twenty seven hundred dollars, maybe three grand. And everyone was like, Oh, I want Taylors and they're like, Hey, let's make, you know, lower tiers, which in theory would be fine. Makes it it's, available to everyone. Don't do that. <laughs> I mean, make it available to everybody, but don't make it shitty. So the biggest issue I had when I bought the Taylor two fourteen was their new expression T system in it. Um, it's a, basically it had one on the bridge and it had them, I think one on the back of the neck, almost like an electric kind of pickup thing. And then there was one more, basically all it sound, it sounded thin, it sounded tinny and we had the LR bags direct box and I had a very, very, very good and extricated, educated sound man running it. We could not get any bass or low mids out of this guitar, Mm-mm. no matter what. We were cranking it on the boards and jacking up like these notch filters and trying to cut these high, high frequencies out. Could not do it. It essentially sounded like a resonator guitar. And people are going to be like, wow, that's cool. Yeah, I know. I love resonators. It sounded like a resonator without any of the cool shit or things I like in a resonator. Yeah. Just that completely high mid-range kind of... And the guitar acoustically sounded great. And through their Fishman um, practice acoustic amp, it didn't sound too bad. It sounded thin, but I was like, you know what? It's a Taylor, but, you know, we've got our LR bags, and we've got all of this, you know, band and graphic EQ stuff that we use when we play out. I was like, I feel like it'll be okay. Was absolutely not okay. Returned it first thing in the morning. Yeah, this is the... uh... The guitar she was talking about earlier. And we dropped, <laughs> what was like that? 1400 bucks. I say 1400 bucks, and we got a discount thanks to our guitar player. So I want to say they're, I should have looked it up. I think they're like six, 16, 1600 bucks. I think it's just on there. They're 400 series. Starts at, um, sorry, they're 214s. Started at like 1499. Yeah, so about 1500 bucks. Um, it was the crappiest sounding guitar I have ever plugged in and played. And it's a beautiful guitar. Every time we walk into a guitar shop, the body of 
it's always the exact same one. They've got mm-hmm. different, they've They're got beautiful. cutouts, they've got different ones. My eye is drawn to this guitar every single time. And I don't know why. It's a beautiful guitar, but I don't know if it's just solely the expression systems in them, but it sounds horrid. I, I'll give horrid. it to them that they, they try to do better and better with their pickups. But in my opinion, if you got something that works and everybody's like, you know, Taylor was the big thing. Everybody's wanting Taylor's stick with what works. Yeah, it wasn't. Like, I'm, I don't remember which system is in my guitar, but um, whatever they put in there. it's I know it's got the the mic that's in the um, fretboard that you're talking about. I know it's got that mixed with another one. But however they, they bind it or something with the bracing and where they put them. Ah, complete difference. Yeah, oh. his is bassy. It's beefy. It is fantastic. But that 214, so when we talk about they don't get good to the 1400 series, they're really not worth your time um, up in, up until that point. So these are going to cost you a lot more money than they probably should. So the 400 series, when they start getting really, really good, it's you're looking at about 2100 bucks. On Guitar Center, so again, uh, each place could vary. Um, I like to put one guitar shop up against another one. Like, oh, we oh, absolutely so do. They'll do it for $2,100. How much will you do it for? Oh, absolutely. Heck yeah. Why not? It's important. Why would you pay more money than you have to? I, I, I don't know. I, I don't oh, know. man. All right, so Gibson. Now, these things, oh, my God, they're so beautiful. And, Agreed. And they make you look like you know what you're doing. Yeah. Like, you look like a certified badass if they're like, oh, shit, he's playing a Gibson. Takes his music seriously. Right? But, I mean, they're just beefy. They're beautiful. I really, really like them. Personally, I think they're overpriced. Definitely overpriced. I mean, for not all of theirs are, and some of them are worth every penny, and they're beautiful. But when you're starting out, again, this is just starting out, you're on level zero. (laughs) And to pay that much money for them, I found most of them when I plug them in, they're very, they're underwhelming, but they're muddy. I agree. They're very dark tone. And I don't mind dark tone, but you can't, I have a really hard time getting those random low-ish frequencies because they're not even like bassy and beefy. They're just... Taylor's are really bright, and these are just... The complete opposite. <laughs> not even opposite, because they're not even, like, bassy and thick. They're yeah. just... It sounds like they're underwater. Yeah, I get that. But, I mean, I've also never played an $8,000 Gibson. I played the 15, which is actually uh, what their price 15, point 000? is. 15000 No, $1,500. Oh, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> So they're, uh, what is it, J... 15 is it a J15? They're entry level? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I played the J15. And uh, that one actually, I, I got a pretty good sound out of it, but it was specifically through a guitar or acoustic guitar amp. So you're getting an acoustic guitar amp. They're specifically built to make every acoustic sound good. But most people, you know, you're using a PA system, you're doing a line in, or you're doing a direct box, something like that. Yep, pretty much. So. It sounds about right. Yes. So I stole a Martin. Out from underneath Haley. Oh, my and God. And I don't think she's ever forgiven This me. is when, no, you can't just prep, no. So we first started dating. At the time, I was working at Buckle down at Cumberland Mall. 
and we had stopped at Guitar Center because that's when my Alvarez pickup started going really, really wonky. I had been looking for a guitar, looking for one. He goes, there's a Martin that I saw when I came to have lunch with you. I stopped on the way home. It's really, really cool. It's used. He goes, I like it a lot. You've got to come play it. Yeah, it was a custom Martin. I played it. Oh, my God. And I'm I'm normally pretty, like, Switzerland about yeah. Martins. Like, I don't, I don't love them. I don't hate them. But it's just kind of like a meh. Either way. I go either way on them. But this Martin, oh, my God. I loved this thing. And then probably two days later, after he left, he had lunch with me at work, and he was so sweet, and then left. He goes, look at what I got. I was the one looking for a damn guitar. Mine mine didn't work. I'm sitting over here. You got your damn Taylor 914, and I've got this Alvarez that was good, and now my electronics are doing bullshit stuff. I was pissed. Still a little pissed. Yeah. Like. You're still a little salty. Oh, it makes me mad still. Like, oh, my God. And we had just started dating, and I was sitting there going, you've got to be shitting me. So there's no telling what this guitar that she's talking about actually would have cost. Oh, my God. it new. So uh, we picked it up used. It's a custom Martin. Um, that's all it says on it. There's no other numbers. It just says custom Martin. And I think I dropped like 1300 bucks on it. So I can't give you an idea of what that actual price point is, but it is a great way to show you. If you uh, if you can do your looking and really go out and play and play a lot of guitars, which we did, tons yeah. and tons and tons, you can get them used and let let the other Joker, you know, take that first hit on buying it new. Yep. So I mean, it gets like we say, it sounds better as it gets older and it is played more, but also they're going to be scratched up when you buy them used. Which personally, oh excuse me, oh that was a big hiccup. Mm. Hiccup burp combo? I don't know what that was. I'm so sorry. But Hiccup burp. Hiccup burp. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it was. But they're going to get scratched up no matter what. And personally, I'd rather have somebody else scratch it mm-hmm. than me. Because all I can equate pain. it to is if you buy a brand new car and you're the first one to scratch it, you're going to have a meltdown. That sinking feeling in your gut. Like, oh my God. But if you buy a used car, obviously you know your car's going to get scratched. Clearly. And once again, you're letting someone else take the hit. Yeah. So Perfect. Used guitar, I mean, it's astronomical how oh. cheap you can get these guitars used. Yeah, used. We can't say that enough. Really consider the whole used market. Um, before we go on break... Um, I was blown away. Go over the numbers on like how much, how high Martins go. Oh, so this is solely on when I was doing all these on Guitar Center for all these pricing. I just did new guitars, just so you knew. Like obviously, you can get them cheaper, you can get them more expensive depending on this. So Martins, if you're looking at, I wish I remembered the model that Allie has. It's the black one. It's like a it's satin matte, finish. It's matte black. Yeah. I want to say that one was like. $900. Yeah, I think it's on their like less expensive side. Less expensive. It sounds it sounds really good. It doesn't have as much bass response as I would want in mine. Mm-hmm. But it sounds it's a really good little guitar. So these range anywhere from 500, but I kept in their half and 3 quarter size because their Ed Sheeran one apparently is they're really good. Yeah. They're I, co- I had one that wasn't his series, but I adored that little guitar. You had a baby Taylor. No, I had the. Uh, Did you have the little the baby Martin? Martin. Mm-hmm. I traded uh, our guitar player. 
John? The RL bags for the Martin. Really? I did, because I, I never used it. When I did use it, I high-strung it and did Nashville tuning gotcha. for studio work. Got you. Okay, mm -hmm. so anyway, on GuitarCenter.com, now these are just new guitars that are ready to ship. So I did these, obviously, all for Christmas purposes. So they have them starting at $500. Oh, that's very reasonable. And the highest one that they had that was actually ready to ship, like, you know, their two-day shipping kind of deal, $120,000 and $200. Oh, that's crazy. $120,000. I will say it was a gorgeous guitar. It looked like the steampunk, oh, my God, the inlays. I'm going to have to post a picture of it on the blog because this thing was... Bananas, B -A -N -A -N -A -N. but I mean, this thing was holy crap. It was beautiful. It but was over a hundred thousand dollars for a guitar is ridiculous. Oh my god, it was crazy. Oh, and I didn't even go into it for the Gibsons. You're looking at about fifteen hundred dollars. That's for the entry mm. J15, and on Guitar Center, ready to ship. They go. They went up to the highest one was thirteen thousand. But they had a bunch for about ten grand on there. But the highest one, I guess, was technically thirteen thousand. The cheapest one that they had on there. Again, these are all new. Yeah, fifteen hundred bucks. I've seen their J15s and they're used at Guitar Center for about eight hundred, nine hundred bucks. Um, Tell me next time you see that. Well, they're. I want a Gibson to round out my collection. Yeah, but they're always the cheaper ones. Where we don't like the sound of them anyway. They're not but worth nine hundred bucks. I, I want. I want a Gibson. I want a nicer one. Okay. That's well, what I want. Let's do that then. But anyway, in that's that's our uh, take, I guess, on guitars. Um, make sure you buy them used. Buy them used. It just makes more sense that way. We're going to take a super quick break. and um, We'll be back shortly. Or not. Long pause right here. Like that? A little longer, actually. Oh, okay. Y'all stick around. Today's episode is brought to you by Dover's Double-Sided Toilet Paper. Because when you're saving the world, you can't be afraid to get your hands dirty. That is so gross. That sounds like Pink Eye Planet is what it sounds like. But we appreciate you guys tuning in. I cannot believe that this is 20 weeks old now. It's amazing. It's, it's awesome. been fun. It's so much fun, and I was so excited to do this episode. I know I'll be mentioning it, mentioning it again and later in the podcast, I'm sure. But thank you guys so much. Woo! It's awesome. If you guys want to follow us other places, you guys can find us at NeonRainbowPodcast.com and our podcast on Twitter and... In our podcast on Instagram. Damn it. Yes. It's Neon Rainbow Podcast on Twitter. Nope. Podcast Neon. Shit. We don't know our stuff. <laughs> podcast Neon on Twitter and our podcast on Instagram, NeonRainbowPodcast.com. Now back to the show. <laughs> Alrighty, and we is back. Hello. Guess who's back? Oh, Every time again. we say not again. <laughs> yes, again. Um, okay, so I guess I didn't mention in guitars. I personally have a Larravee. I love it. Um, starting out wise, I haven't found one probably cheap enough to make it worth anybody's while because a lot of the lower end, or I say lower end. They don't have a lower end. They don't have a lower <laughs> end, but the more in entry-ish levels, I find a few that are like seventeen, eighteen hundred bucks, but they don't have electronics in them. Mm -hmm. um, they've got some beautiful, beautiful parlor guitars, and oh, they're so pretty. I was very blessed, and a friend was getting rid of it, 
and needed it gone and was going to sell me his guitar that was actually signed by Loretta Lynn because he didn't he didn't play it and I've always loved that guitar and his wife was essentially like if you sell that guitar I'll kill you yeah. like I love that guitar so we had to back out of it and he felt so bad and he goes I came across this Larrabee probably a smart decision on his part though oh my god I and I loved his guitar I loved it but this Larrabee ooh oh it yeah. plays real nice oh it's butter it's smooth as elk meat <laughs> <laughs> been a while since i've heard that one (laughs) don't know where it came from but where it came from i don't know where it came from oh i was like that was when we were down at the frank brown songwriters festival last year and somehow drinking was involved and we decided oh that melody is smooth yeah it's smooth as elk meat (laughs) where it came into play (laughs) i'll have to text sean or travis because i have no idea how that came about but it still makes me giggle but anyway um what was I going to say? Shit. I don't know what you're going to say. <laughs> What's going on in your head? There's, you don't want to know. There's bolts flying. There's squirrels chewing on wires. I don't... Yeah. There's a... Bu- Again, my apologies if you're listening. He's not sorry. <laughs> I saw him. He pointed at it and said, watch this. <laughs> oh, shit. You didn't have to reenact it. <laughs> but I did. I had to. So I guess running, just running down the list, again, these are things that are, are going to... Get you ready to play your first solo acoustic show. Some of these are kind of self-explanatory. You're going to need a capo. Um, also known as a clamp. A clamp. Mm-hmm. Not a pencil and a rubber band, which oh, if you, if I've that's had. all you got. I've, I've had that work better than some capos I've bought, True. I guess, if we're being completely honest. So the most popular ones are the G7. Uh, G7s the sh- are pretty awesome. I've uh, I watched Daniel, I a bunch of Daniel Ratcliffe, the guy that does the song Son of a Bitch. Yeah. He, Daniel Rick? Is it Daniel? I know one of them is, I get it mixed up Harry with Potter? Guy, Harry Potter guy. <laughs> Daniel Ra- no, it's Daniel Radcliffe. That Something one is? Radcliffe and the Night Sweats. Yes. I'm, Nathan Radcliffe. Yeah. Okay. I think so. I bought the album, but I can't remember his name. Whatever the guy goes, son of a bitch, bring me a drink. It's a great song. It's a great album. If you don't have the album, pick up the album. No, just pick it up and then put it down. Yeah, it's good stuff. Just go to Walmart, pick it up, and place it back down. So, did you say Kaiser capos? Kaiser, maybe. I don't remember. Well. Kaisers are popular. Shubs are popular. Uh, G7s, I like the best. I like G7. Shubs are very popular in bluegrass. Um, The difference in them, what it's going to do is the shub and the G7 equally distributes the pressure to the strings. So you're not going to have your high E string that's a little bit more sharp. Yeah, so you're not having to tune as much when you put your capo on. Also, the triggers do the absolute opposite. Um, They are... Doing, a, what would you call this? Like how they lay on the strings? It's uneven. Perfect. That works. So, capos can be pretty inexpensive. I picked up like seven of them for three bucks on Amazon. They were all... Shit. Yeah, they really required you to tune a lot when you used them. So. But you can get them for super cheap. What's the name of the one that they had on Kickstarter? The Thelia. It's Thelia. a beautiful capo. They're not crazy. What are they, a hundred bucks? I consider that crazy for a capo. No, and it's something, I mean, maybe first starting off it's crazy, but I have no issue. Those G7, one of the higher-end ones I got from them, I think I paid 65 bucks for it. Mm, true. I had so many of those at one point. I was working at Wild Bill's, and people would just leave them, so I took them because... You need to share. Do you smell sandwiches? Um, you got to be specific with the type of sandwich. Like, 
roast beef and I don't know. You don't smell oh. that? <laughs> so we played uh, a Christmas party over uh, Sunday, and uh, I didn't feel like walking downstairs to the men's restroom, and so I thought, okay, well, oh, gosh. I'm going to dart in the women's restroom real fast. So I get in there, I'm doing my business. I hear the door open, and I announce, there's a man in here, and the girl says, oh, that's okay. I'm just here to throw up. <laughs> so she's in the middle of doing it. It sounds horrible. And she says, oh, this tastes like roast beef. <laughs> And I asked, well, did you eat roast beef? <laughs> yes. Well, It would have been better if she said no. <laughs> it's almost, oh, I feel I like I'm in a quick, eating that. <laughs> I feel like I'm in a firehouse subs or something right now. Man, I smell sandwiches. You got a craving is what it is. Apparently, I ate a salad today, and it was, it was delicious. And by salad, I mean I think I ate a gallon of salad. I don't know if that's how you measure how much salad you eat, but I'm pretty it sure it was a gallon. It's by gallons. It's by the gallon. Yeah. But, man, that was tasty as hell. But so, you're going to need a capo. Yeah. Let's move on to boards. We got two options for you that we uh, have personally had the opportunity to use. And I've liked and I've trusted. They're so, very inexpensive. Yes. And we're proud to use them. I'm proud. So our first one is the uh, Behringer Xenix. Z- I don't know how, how to say that? it. I have no Z-E-N-Y-X. idea. Z-E-N-Y-X. 1202. I have to sneeze. Oh, don't do it. Don't do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I drilled a little bit. Sorry. Oh, no. I sneezed. Rude. Anyway, what about this Behringer board? Dick. All right, so uh, we bought two of these. We were uh, looking around the big, uh, heavy, like, powered boards, but figured out, you know, we can invest some money into just a simple small board for when we're doing our solo acoustic shows, duo shows. And these are absolutely perfect. The Behringer Xenix 1202. Retails for right around eighty bucks. They've got a more. They've got different versions of the same board. So this one, I believe, is a. Oh God, four. Hold on here, four. I think we have an eight channel. Yeah, I was about to say it's eight. So it's four XLR inputs and four quarter inch, mm-hmm. which is perfect for us. Works out great. Now these are all. Why do I have the hiccup so bad? I don't know. Oh, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. But these are all unpowered. Um, just because if you're getting into this now, I was really hesitant to go fully, like fully powered speakers and an unpowered board. Which we'll get into next, actually. It's easiest. So this is what I recommend doing. They're so much smaller. They're so much easier to carry around. You get so much better sound quality. Mm -hmm. Um, And it uh, comes with onboard effects. Yes. This one comes with effects. There is one that's really cool that has a USB out the back. So you can record as individual tracks. So it's not a bad one to have in the studio either. Huh. Um, I think that one for the 8 channel, I believe it's like 130 it's So not it's bad. No, it's still super cheap. But I really like it. The effects on it are great. I think it's got like 89, 90 effects. Something like that. It's a bunch. And they've got everything, you know, from delay. They just everything that you would need. What I don't like about it is it doesn't have an aux send on it. So you can't have a different... Um mix in each monitor so you basically get one monitor mix one main mix yep but for solo acoustic stuff and we'll get into it more about the speakers but what the easiest setup is mm-hmm. um but for us it's cheap and it's so small it fits in my mic road case uh, or one of my mic road cases so i'm able to put that and yeah, my microphone like in there eight inches by oh maybe eight inches or something it it's small but i like it 
it's got the knobs. They're easy to see. They've got the faders on it. I it's like great it. for just starting out, or it's great to just when you really want something really easy to plug and play. Yep, I like it. Now, I've personally never used the next one, so, so maybe I'll let you this. Pick is this the Mackie Mix. It's a 12-channel with effects. It, you're looking at about 130 bucks. This one I like a lot. The effects on it are great. The one that I used did have a USB out the back as well. Um, if we're being honest, I... I think the I think this is the one I wrote down that has the USB out the back. But it's pretty much the same setup. You're going to have, I think, two two more XLR inputs oh. on this one. But, again, for solo acoustic stuff... You really don't need it. I We get enough for us to do four... I mean, just four XLRs is more than enough because we do it enough for duos. And if we're doing bigger shows, we use a bigger board. It's that easy. It's this again. This is all starting off and for just solo acoustic shows, but these will also work for duos. But so take us into speakers. Oh, uh-huh. this is the part everyone's going to want to die price point wise. Uh. Um, so my favorite are the EVs, the ZLX, um, or not Z- the ZLX, ones I wrote down to yeah. the ZLX. My favorite ones are the oh, I should have written these down too. No, but we're going by price point. Yeah, that's true. We are going by price point. Um, so I really, these are, you're running at now, and they're much cheaper than when we bought them. But you're looking at 450 bucks new. Um, I have no issues with getting speakers used either. Obviously, make sure everything works and you go through the settings and kind of do your research online to make sure everything works. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I lucked up, well, I don't believe in luck, but. I uh, managed to pick up three of them for 500 bucks just because a guy bought new speakers that he wanted to try out and simply wanted to get rid of the old ones. Yep. It was, so, he was very sweet. We got him essentially just scratch and dent. Um, which looked about like what our other two look like. <laughs> yeah. So the one thing that you, I'd get the carrying cases for them. It was something that was on our list, but again, um, we're building a house and that just wasn't my, it wasn't my priority, which isn't, maybe it sounds bad when you're spending 500 bucks on a speaker, you want it to look nice. Um, but in the long run, (sighs) we like these so much that we have five of them. Yeah. These things are ridiculous. So they now have, um, the ones that I was talking about, the 12. So if you look it up on there, it's. Just EVZLX-12BT, and the BT is Bluetooth. So ours has a little aux adapter in the back. Not adapter, just an aux thing, so you could plug your music into there if you wanted to. These sound so good. They've got two inputs. It's both XLRs and then obviously a uh, male XLR, so you can daisy-chain them together um, or link them together, whatever term you're more familiar with. But we've had to before if we have forgotten a random power cable because we didn't go through our checklist like we talked about before uh-huh. and forgotten a board or the power supply for the board. These sound good enough and have got good enough EQ that you can mess with in there. You can plug in. They yeah, don't have effects. Plug in. But you're able to just plug straight in. So these are obviously powered speakers. If you have a powered board or something with an amp in it, you have to make sure you're using one of the sends in the front that is a non-powered signal because if you don't, shit's going to blow up. Uh-huh. Not really not blow up, do that. but um, I've had things pop 
Um, I you see a little bit of gray smoke coming out the Oof. back. You just hear distorted like like robot sounds. That's never good. But the back of these I really really like. Um, they kind of essentially analyze the sound that's coming in, so it makes it virtually impossible to blow them. I say that you could blow them if you really wanted yeah. to, but you're able to. If you're adjust. talented, you can make that happen. <laughs> but you can adjust the treble on them. You can adjust or adjust the bass. Um, you are able to then go in and say, well, where is this? Is this a bracket hanging in a venue? Is it on a pole? Is it a, a monitor? monitor? Is it live music, first of all? Or is it just, you know, iPod or radio music? Uh, or if it's speech? So it'll it kind of has set EQs and... Which is pretty awesome. Like a, um, like a pattern that it'll swap to. And those things are amazing. Amazing. Y'all can I, tell we really like these speakers. Not sponsored, but they should be. So you're looking at, um, yeah, 450 bucks. You can get them less, you know, if you get them used, which we recommend. We've had no issues with the just, ones that we got used. Just make sure you test them out, go through all the settings, make sure the LCD works on the back. Um, just make sure you try them all and just make sure try both inputs. Um, if you have a powered speaker, have a friend that has one, maybe have them come with you, bring the other one, and so you can daisy chain it together. Just to make sure that it works. Yeah. Um, but you know, something like that, if you're able to get it cheap enough and say something doesn't work, you could probably get it worked on and still have it be worth your while. But these I've liked better. I've had QSCs. I really like the QSCs. I like the bass response I get in the EVs without having a subwoofer better. Yeah. And my lazy girl also likes the EVs because I'm pretty sure they're about fifteen pounds lighter. Are they? Oh my god! Easily. Oh yeah, I remember those. And those yeah. were a ten inch. So we have a we have twelve inch. No. Yeah, they're yeah. twelve inch. Speakers. Yeah, we got twelve inch uh, EVs, and we had ten inch QSCs. And oh my god, those suckers were deceivingly heavy. And maybe they're lighter now because this was probably what four years ago. Probably something like that. But damn, son. <laughs> oh, they sound fantastic. But yeah. they do need the subwoofer. Yep, I don't think you could beat. A QSCs with the sub, but you're also looking at, of course, I didn't look these up, but the QSCs, well, I'm just going to super quick look up the, um, QSC powered speakers. So they're astronomically more expensive. So we're going to go to stores. Amazon, you are looking at an eight inch. You're looking at $700. Oh. Um, so if you get two of even just a little eight inch, it's $1,400. And then if you got the subwoofer, now these subwoofers are not anywhere near, ouch, um, what would you call, um, you, not useful, um, not necessary. Huh. That's the best way to put it. Probably, um, for solo acoustic shows, because you just, you don't, <laughs> You don't need it. So if you're looking at the QSC, one of their, this is, I guess, just saying the one that it has up the street, you're looking at $1,500 for their subwoofer. I love these subwoofers. And we had just one of them when we were running a full band, like open mic night. We had two of the QSCs of one of those. Holy shit. They were impressive. They're awesome. I don't think you can beat the sound out of those once you have all three of them. But realistically, starting out, I think there's... Not the best choice. No. no. I like my EVs just as much. 
And the uh, the EVs, what we do with those is a lot of places we play at, we just use them as monitors and don't even do mains at all. Nope. Just with a lot of places we play, it's too loud with the mains. By the time I get the monitor where I want it to where it feels good to me, it's loud enough for the whole room. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I was talking about earlier, how it's just easier setup-wise. Um, because obviously we're going to need a certain amount of sound, so we're not straining our voice. Um, so we either have one or two monitors, and the way I counterbalance that is I actually I cut the um, the treble up because obviously it's going to get muddy. I cut down a lot more of the bass than I normally would, which my voice doesn't always love, but from out there it sounds the best, and you kind of you adjust to it. But that just makes sense. It's less for you to bring in. It's less of the bartender or the servers going up doing the pinch fingers. Can't oh, you turn I hate it that. Down? Which I get. I. I I, I get it, but also... Or it's the I person right in front of you, at the table directly in front of you. Oh, it pisses She's me normally, off. She You're normally has that, uh, can I see your manager haircut? I need to speak to the manager. Yeah. An asymmetrical yeah. bob. Yeah. <laughs> that's blonde So with our, chunky um, highlights. Our next one that we're looking at is the JBL Eon 612 series. It is a 1,000-watt uh, power 12-inch speaker with Bluetooth control. Right now currently on sale so this might actually be your better buy um we personally don't own the jbls but i've heard them their bass response is pretty freaking awesome they're great um and right now at guitar center it looks like they're on sale for 349 so that's about 100 bucks cheaper than the evs yep so regular price to the exact same price but the jbls i've always really liked them um i've played through them and i've really liked them but i personally have never owned them but from everything I've heard price point-wise, I've really, really liked them. Yeah. So I guess that's pretty much all for speakers. We just wanted to talk on ones that we knew for sure um, that we really liked. I used to really, really like the Mackie Towers. They don't make them anymore, but they're powered. They're, oh my God, they're probably the size of those stacks that we have. So oh. four and a half, I think maybe a little bit taller, about four and a half feet tall. And I want to say it had three speakers in it. Yeah, let's go set that up for the uh, oh my god for a coffee shop, buddy. Oh, a friend of mine that runs uh, he DJs and does karaoke that kind of thing. A lot of local bars, he has them and those things. Oh man, I don't they're, know if I've ever heard them, but they're now the QSC towers oh, are some of the most amazing things I've ever heard. Oh my god, you guys want to talk about first of all stupid money and also unless you're playing a festival and some. For some reason, have to provide your own sound for a massive festival. No practical use out of these. Mm. Not even. I don't think in a full band situation in some of the areas around here. No, they're not like, gonna let you get that loud. Oh my god! <laughs> I would like to hear just regular. Just put everything in the middle, vocal, everything. Just have somebody up to go up there, and yeah. I just want to read the decibels from like. Once you crank it up, Jesus! Like even just everything in the middle, fifty percent. And just see, it makes my head hurt. So we've got some uh, mics that uh, we've used. And Uh, trust and like. say they're pretty much standard mics. Oh, yeah. Definitely an industry standard for, heck, I've used them at huge festivals to opening up for major acts. They're all, most of them are using at least these somewhere on stage. Oh, heck yeah. Go for it. Kick us off. So the SM58. Sorry, when I sneeze, now I'm like. Oh, no, don't do that. I'm sorry. Allergies. Coke nose. Allergies today. We are today. musicians. 
I hate one trying to spend that much money. <laughs> I'm too cheap. So uh, Shure makes the SM58. Um, currently, it's right around 89 bucks. I think Guitar Center is running a special with a bundle, which is a mic cable, your stand, and the mic for 99 bucks. That's oh, a pretty awesome deal. I think we're going to run up and grab some. I don't even think it's a special. I think they're just smart and they bundle it. Now, their mic stand is probably their bullshit pro line. Some cheap one, but honestly, it doesn't. Okay, well, if it's matter- getting you started, then it matters to me. But for so for only ten bucks more, we've got a few SM58s that we have on hand. Um, they're just good ones to have backups on, and we off- obviously have our SM57s. I've That's had great a lot for of miking. Pe- sorry, no, That's go ahead. Great for miking acoustic guitars with the SM57s. Guitar cabinets. I've had a lot of people that sing into 57s. Oh, wow! Especially guitar. Guitar players, where they don't want to picking up everything. Yeah. Lead guitar players and stuff. They sound so good. You could use a 57. That's actually um, what we're recording on now. Yep. Until we get our other ones in. We've used the 57s for the last few episodes, and I like them. Uh-huh. And they're not as big in my face as that cardioid ones, and I just like it better. So the one that, I, that Jay has that I like a lot is the Sennheiser E835. About a hundred bucks. It's a fantastic mic. Fantastical. It's very buttery. Like it, it has butter. a nice smooth sound to it. Yes. Or is that just me? No response there. Anyway, so <laughs> I have a Sennheiser that I was able to buy off of a friend of mine, and guess what? Mine was used. Hmm. And used mics can gross people out. They sell the grills or the mesh part on top. You can pop it off. Girl, I like that grill. I was taught, I was over, we were doing, getting all this outline stuff done about two days ago for this episode. And I said, yeah, I got my grill used and my brother is in town for Christmas because he was done with finals. He goes, you got what? And it was used. (laughs) I said, I said my microphone grill and goes, okay. He goes, for some reason, I knew you weren't talking about like a barbecue grill. And then the only grill left. Was like grills, grill. and he's like, "You got what? And you got it used? Like uh. you're disgusting." But you can buy those. I'm so sorry; these allergies right now, for some reason, are out of control. I'm going to try not, not to do that. Oh, I am. Oh, I hate it. I know they are, but I'm not. But I have the Sennheiser E945, brand new. You're looking at about 220 bucks. It's a lot, but I like it very, very much. Was that your phone? Yeah. Rude. I'm helping someone buy a guitar. Are you? I am. <laughs> so perfect time for this episode right but i love my sennheiser again he's got the 835 i got the 945 it's fantastic the other sennheiser is the e935 um the mic by itself you're looking at about 180 bucks they've got a bundle on guitar center which is 350 it comes with the mic the mic stand the cable and their headphones sennheiser makes good headphones it's very good headphones if you're not in the market and don't really need headphones but when we were talking about our recording stuff they're solid headphones to have. Do we have... No, ours are Personas. Never mind. Mm-hmm. We almost ordered, actually, a pair of Sennheiser mic... Or, uh, headphones. Yeah. But so the bundle's three fifty. Whether that's worth it or not, um, I guess it probably depends on the mic stand. But the bundle's the option. So... Yeah. But anyway, moving on to mic stands. Obviously, there's a million different ones that you can get. These are our last little bit, I promise. Um, cause you know, that's just the basic stuff I guess yeah. that you're going to need. But my favorite ones, and these are the ones that I wrote down, but you obviously know that there's, what is it? 
pro line, there's stage line or pro pro on line stage. on stage. Um, there's there's a bunch of stuff and um, there's a bunch of different options. Is essentially, what I'm trying to say for super cheap, you can get them on Guitar Center for about fifteen bucks to you know thirty bucks for their their brand or the cheaper yeah. ones. My favorite personally are any of the t- mic stands by Tama. So T A M A. Yes. Oh my God. So these, they're mainly a drum hardware, like drum stand, drum hardware company, but they started making mic stands. Now these suckers are heavy. They are very heavy. Like I bet mine weighs almost 20 pounds. I wouldn't doubt it at all. Like these suckers are built, but these are my favorite. They haven't rusted on me. They've never slid. They've never come, um, stripped. Like when it comes to tightening them or anything, they're fantastic. You can get the telescoping boom stand. Which are my favorites. I know you hate them. I hate them. So essentially you're going to have about two different places to pull, you know, extend the arm. I personally don't like those. I just like the boom stand where it's just the L shape and you've got the one adjuster to, you know, you've got the thing that you can choose the angle and then the one other to choose that's not a great motion to do towards my mouth probably but <laughs> you i'll believe pictures you guys could just look up telescoping boom stand versus just the regular boom stand um mine is 85 the other one is 80. 85 no wait yeah 80 yes so they're more expensive but i i've never had to replace one of these the other one i gave to the guy that i used to have manage me and run sound um We've used those, but I'm going to get ready and order a few more of these because they're very hardy, and especially if you're not keeping them in a case. Um, they're pretty scratch-resistant. They're matte black. They don't have stickers all over them with all that crap. And we're pretty hard on equipment. We don't try to be, but it's hard, especially... It's just... It's tricky to... Stuff is going to get scratched up, but I think this one does a really good job of not getting that way. Yeah. And not looking cheap. Oh, that's that's definitely a good thing. Yeah. So hopefully this has helped y'all come up with some ideas if you got family members asking for... Oh, uh... Also, super quick. I know this episode's going to be like a million years long, and I'm so, so sorry. But if you guys are looking at guitar cables, there's a bunch of them like Mugami oh, yeah. that have lifetime warranties on them. Um, Fender has some also. They were tweed, and they've got the wooden handle, or mm-hmm. like the wooden... Um... Oh, yeah, they were nice. Jack handle? I don't oh. know what you'd call that, but... They've got lifetime warranties. Obviously, they're going to be much more expensive. The mm-hmm. Mugamis, you're looking at probably about 100 bucks. I think the Fenders, you're looking at about 80 75 80 bucks. It sounds expensive, but cables go out so often that it is a great so, investment. Oh, my God. You're hard on them. Whether you're trying to stand on them or not or them get pinched in something, you can take immaculate care of them. And at one point, unfortunately, they're electronics and the wires are going to get all jacked up. But it's one thing I wanted to quick throw in there because lifetime warranty. You know how many cables? I mean, anyway, that's it. I'm sorry. I'm done now. All right. Well, take us out then. Oh. Oh. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. (laughs) Um, This is apparently Haley's alter ego whose allergies have come out of nowhere, somewhere in the middle of this last half. You kind of got that copper thing going on. Oh, no. (laughs) I don't know where this came from, but I'm going to go take a Claritin and... uh, finish up laundry because we did a deep clean today Uh so but we uh, really appreciate it you guys like and hopefully this helps y'all find some things to ask for for christmas it's a great time to get this stuff that you need because people are dying to 
just get you out of the way. Yep. <laughs> For Chris's, I mean, this, we're always talking about extra guitar straps, extra capos, picks, all that kind of stuff. Easy mm-hmm. stocking stuffers, and they're easy and they're cheap. Obviously, not all these are plausible. Like, I love you. Um, I'm not buying you a speaker for Christmas again. Not again. Not again. All right. Well, y'all been listening to the Neon Rainbow Podcast, the podcast dedicated to all, all you crazy, crazy folks that, that have dared, dared to chase, chase your musical, musical dreams. dreams. So remember, as always, dream big, work, work hard, stay focused, and, and surround yourself with, with okay people. people. Oh, I'm sorry. Good people? Is that what you said? Good people. Y'all have a great week. 